Hello, everyone. First of all, I'd like to let everyone know that the annual I Hate Green Beans book recommendation post is live on the website right now. I'm so excited because for the last six years, we have collected lists from readers and listeners, and it just grows and grows and grows. And we have links that go straight to Amazon so you can read synopsis to see if you're interested. And we have asterisks by the books that have been nominated multiple years in a row. It's this big, huge list. All you have to do is send me a message or comment on the post with a list of your all-time favorites. It's super easy for book lovers. So make sure to check it out and get back to me. Some of my favorite finds have been from this list, and I can't wait to see what is nominated this year. Truly, it's one of my favorite things we do here at I Hate Green Beans. Okay, in this episode, Stephanie and I discuss our favorite wedding movies. I must disclaim that this list by no means is a complete list of our favorites. It was very hard to narrow it down, but we did our best. In fact, we list a whole bunch of other movies that we liked in the show notes, so make sure to check those out. What makes a good wedding movie? I'm glad you asked. You need an anxious father, a hired boyfriend, a best friend who is like Jell-O, seven new brides, a handful of brown M&Ms, and of course... James Marston. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 172 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with my friend, Stephanie, in person. We're not on Skype this time. Hi, guys. It's like the olden days. <laughs> We're trying not to breathe on each other, <laughs> Yeah, though. don't breathe my direction. Just speak that way. We are talking today about wedding movies. We're very excited. Typically, traditionally, when you head into June, you think of a June bride. Not so much now in 2020, but... I still think we should do a podcast on weddings. And so I texted Stephanie and said, hey, do you think you should come up with some? And she sent back a list of about 20 that you knew that you could speak on. Is that correct? Lots of wedding <laughs> movies. And this is not including Hallmark. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is actual Hollywood movies. We'd be here all day if it was Hallmark. This is so fun to me because whenever you do something like this and you sit down and you think, which movies would I like to talk about that are wedding related? I could talk about, I, I, I just went down your list and I know I own 16 of your 27, 30 <laughs> things. That's weird, but it's great too. I, I recognize that. And all of this stuff where I'm saying, hey, I'm going to talk about this. And you, oh, can I borrow that next? And I was like, yeah, here's my whole DVD collection. It's great. Back in the <laughs> olden days when we used to buy DVDs. The physical hard copy DVDs. Yes. And you just said, well, I would have a lot more if we could count VHS. Yes. Uh-huh. I, I switched my VHSs out one time. I did The Purge back in 1950. Well, I don't own them at my house. Yeah. But they're at my parents' house. But still. <laughs> we have both copies. We could do it if we needed to. <laughs> If we, it would be, it would be. During the actual apocalypse, (laughs) we would be set. (laughs) This is just a warm up. (laughs) That is true. Okay. So the, the first, the first rule I said was we cannot talk about wedding singer, big fat Greek wedding, or the proposal. Those are three I have done in my 
it's a love story series. So we didn't want to, I have, you know, 40 minutes of all of that and I'll, I'll link to it in the show notes. So no we doubled it. We told, yes, we said, you're not allowed to do wedding singer, big fat Greek wedding or the proposal, which we both I'm sure would have touched on. So I made you pick three and you picked five and then you <laughs> made me pick three and then I made you pick three and then I picked four and then <laughs> crossed one out. And so it's going to be very exciting to see what we're doing today. We whittled things down, kind of. <laughs> kind of. What is? What do you think makes a good wedding movie? What do you want in your wedding scenario? Do you want the actual wedding or do you want leading up to the wedding? Because a lot of these, you don't get the actual wedding. Right. Well, as we were discussing movies to talk about, one that did not make the cut is Bridesmaids. Mm. And I, I said, there's not. it's not really about the wedding. Right. It's about... The, the party and yeah the getting on the plane and it's hilarious and fantastic yeah. but we would go down so many rabbit trails with that movie <laughs> that we couldn't do it so a good wedding movie to me has to have lots of lead up yes. to the big event yes um at least one very attractive person yes um, usually some sort of triangle whether it be between mm, people mm-hmm are they actually going to get married Mm -hmm. or, you know, typical Hallmark style, right? Um, And I feel like all of these have some sort of comedy aspect. Like, I don't want it too sappy. Yes. Because then it's it's not for me. Mm -hmm. I don't know. (laughs) That's a real wedding. These are Hollywood weddings. I don't want to sit there and cry. You want to be entertained. Yes. You want to be entertained. I think the same thing. I would add to that some sort of quirky side character or person that makes us laugh. And another thing that you and I both appreciate that we talked about yesterday is good music behind the story, which I feel like for some reason, wedding movies have that. They always have great music. Yes. Movie music. And I... Out of all that that you listed, I probably have 10 soundtracks from those movies because they were so good. They were. We also have talked about soundtracks in the past. Mm-hmm. And I think the majority of our movies came from the romantic comedy era of movies, which mm-hmm. was like late 80s through 2001. Yes, yes. And that's when the soundtrack was like huge. That's yes. when Blockbuster owned the movies right. and the CDs and you had to buy both. <laughs> Um, this is I pre Napster, <laughs> way pre iTunes. So they, I don't know. It must have been they were double dipping in the yes, the purchasing. It was so good. That was I. I from the ones I have right here on mine. I I don't own one, but I do own two of them, and I don't own the one that's from two thousand eight. So it makes perfect sense. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. there's only one good song in that movie, right? <laughs> Okay, you go first. I'm going to let you talk about your first movie, and then I'll chime in when I have thoughts. Okay, so my first movie on my list of three that I was allowed to choose is the oldest on my list. Uh Uh-huh. It's also probably the first movie that I saw about weddings. Oh, And I felt like it was appropriate because it's June. Yes. And not only June brides are in June, but Father's Day is in June. (gasps) Mm. And it's... Of course, Father of the Bride. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's always on TV. Yes. And anytime you see it, you're just going to watch it. It can be on in the background. Yeah. You know what's happening. Yes. There's a sequel that isn't horrible. That is a correct statement. I might have watched both of them yesterday. <laughs> and I didn't hate it. 
<laughs> it just flows. Like, it, you go from one episode, basically, yeah. to the next, and it's fantastic. But this movie was it from 1991. Okay. I probably did not see it when it came out. Okay. Because I was five. Right, sure. I get that. But... <laughs> I was 15, so I probably did. Probably did. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't remember the first time I saw it, but probably at a sleepover rental situation where it was on TV. Right. CBS or something. (laughs) And it just has a fantastic cast. Yeah. It has Steve Martin and Diane Keaton Mm -hmm. in their prime. Yeah. They're just great. And I was texting you yesterday as I watched it. (laughs) Realizing their age during the movie, <laughs> this is becoming fascinating to me the older I get. When I watched it, I thought, wow, they're so old. But they're supposed to be like 44 years old yeah. in the movie, which is crazy to me because my mom will be way older than that if I ever get married. I know. That's what I said. That's what I said. She's my age right now. Sorry, mom. She and she has a daughter who's getting married, and she's my age. Right. So that's, but, that's but they got married funny. younger. Oh, back then. they did way back then. So younger in the eighties, right? Yes, ninety-one. <laughs> and it fits all the things that we were talking mm-hmm. about. It fits. You have um, the lead-in parties. You have the planning. You have the funny character. Mm. Martin mm-hmm. Short is fantastic oh, in Father of the Bride. I love him in Father of the Bride. I don't know how he did the accent. I don't either. And kept a straight face. Or anybody with him in the room <laughs> exactly. keeping a straight face. And it's just, the whole time you want to be irritated, but you just, it's endearing. I agree. You just love him. I agree. Do you think that it withstood the test of time after watching it yesterday? Oh, hands down. Yes. It's still hilarious. Um... The things, I mean, it's obviously dated with, like, he works or owns the shoemaking company, and the tennis shoes that they're making are so (laughs) early 90s, (laughs) and that he makes for her wedding day Uh to wear, I'm like, oh my gosh, I would never wear those big white Reeboks with lace, (laughs) actual lace shoe strings, (laughs) but it works for the movie, Um, but I think it's very watchable. Mm Mm-hmm. And the guy on there who the girl marries, I think he's cute. He's oh, a, he's yes. he's so charming and, and fits. Yes. He just fits. And she's adorable, too. Yes. What's her name again? Her real life name? Yes. It, Kimberly Williams Paisley. Yes. Yes. Married to Brad Paisley. Yes. yes. And I feel adorable. like it was just cast well like with the flashback scenes of her younger self. Oh, right. Looks just like her. Playing basketball. Yeah. And I think it's the little girl from Beethoven or something. Oh, it, right. I don't know. That's flashed into my brain. But they did a really jo- good job of like the progression of time in mm-hmm. that movie. And in the first scene that you see her... She's in this like plain black dress and pearls, mm-hmm. and her dad is realizing how grown up she is, yes. but she still looks 16. Yes. And she gradually looks older and more mature throughout the movie. Yes. As she is becoming a woman <laughs> and planning her life with her husband. Um, but it's just, it's a great movie. Um, and for anybody who wants to also watch it, it is available on Hulu Live right now. Okay. Um, what does Hulu Live mean? If you're using Hulu as, like, your TV streaming. I see. Okay. Um, but it, because it's on TBS right now. I So if see. you have regular cable, you can watch it Search probably on it. TBS On Demand. Yes. Oh, that's a good idea, too. Yeah. Yes. Um, or you could rent or buy it through Amazon and YouTube. But I did not do that. Yeah. You did Hulu Live. Yeah. 
And number two is on Hulu Live too. The second one. Yeah, they're both there. Yay! It just, it just it rolled into it for me. <laughs> I just knew I wanted to watch it. <laughs> and you said yes, please. Yes, it's just so great. There's just so many good scenes that stand out. I feel like the most commonly referenced one is when Steve Martin is losing his mind yeah. at the grocery store, <laughs> and he is shopping for food, and there's uh, <laughs> ten. Hot, hot dog dogs. buns, but only eight <laughs> hot dogs. And so he's taking two of the hot dog buns out of the package saying it's, you don't need it. It's unnecessary. And just the debacle that ensues there. And it's just great. He ends up in jail for hot dog buns. <laughs> and that's totally something I could see anybody's parent doing oh, if they're pushed heavens, to the limit far enough. Heavens. Because things keep happening that make more money for this wedding and more money for this wedding and more money for this wedding. I also vividly remember him saying, I'm removing the superfluous buns. And I also, I, that word superfluous, I thought that is, it's great. I have to make that part of my everyday vocabulary. And I think I did. Probably I've been so. known to use superfluous once or twice in a recap. And it wasn't even the cost for him. He was just yeah. angered that it was yeah. a different number of items. It makes total sense. Why? Why would you do that? Just because it looks prettier in the package? Do you have any quotes that you still say from Father of the Bride? Well, there's several, but the one I wrote down is um, when Franck says, <laughs> Welcome to the 90s, Mr. Bonks. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is in reference to when they're looking at cakes. Yeah. And I don't know of anybody who's gotten married who has picked a cake from a binder. <laughs> like, you go to a cake tasting and you taste them and then you decide what it wants to look like but they're literally sitting on a love seat all four of them squished together flipping through a binder and uh, the mother is like oh doesn't that look like the cake you wanted and it has a little sticker in the bottom with no dollar sign it just says 1200 and he says is that 1200 dollars and he's like it's just water and flour i could make this 1200 dollars and starts losing it it's his first flip out and he Frank says, welcome to the 90s, Mr. Box. It's just so great. Now I, I don't even know. Is that an appropriate price for a cake? I have no idea. How much does a wedding cake I cost? I don't even know. I'll make your wedding cake for $1,200. Thank you. <laughs> my favorite story about a wedding cake is my friend Caroline, who got married in Colorado, and it was not hot outside. So something happened with her cake that it started leaning Oh. And and this was before the wedding, and somehow we had been in the reception section. Maybe that's where we stood before we went mm-hmm. to, I don't know. But we noticed, me and another bridesmaid <laughs> noticed, we thought, that cake is leaning. It's not going to make and it. And I went and told somebody. And then when we came to the reception, that cake was two tiers shorter oh. than it had been oh, no. before. And it's one of those things where she walks in and goes, oh, what happened to that cake? Oh, that's great. That's but no one needs to know. It's great. What happened to it? It was $3. And I don't know if it fell. I don't know if they could not fix it. But it was There wasn't a toothpick long enough. I don't think there was. It was two tiers lower. Wow. Yeah. They had a lot of cake in their freezer then. They certainly did. first anniversary. (laughs) Gross. So gross. I did that. It's so gross. Okay. Anything else about Father of the Bride? No. I I think it's a good one. It's just great. It. It opens with his just sincere conversation mm. sitting in the chair. Mm. He's drinking champagne. And you just, you go along for the ride with him. and It's a fun ride. It's a fun ride. I think for everybody, too. I think my mother loves Father of the Bride. Oh, yeah. She loves it. And it's appropriate. You can watch it yes. all ages. Yes. 
In the second one, too, I think. My first one is The Wedding Date. Not to be confused with The Wedding Singer or (laughs) The Wedding Planner, which we'll talk about later. Wedding Date is from 2005, and it is Deborah Messing and Dermot Mulroney. And it was one that I absolutely adored when it came out, and I'm sure I saw it in the movie theater. But in research, it was tanked by all the critics because they said it was so predictable and dumb and Deborah Messing was too high strung and tightly wound and they just didn't like it. And I thought, what can you not like about this? Because it's Pretty Woman in reverse, sort of. Sort of. Sort of. (laughs) I mean, he's not necessarily a prostitute or a but he could be. He's an escort. He's an escort. Sometimes he does that and sometimes he does not. But that's, <laughs> she, this is, I think this is why I probably embraced it so much. Because if I had to go to my sister's wedding in another country to see people I haven't seen forever, and my ex fiance was the best man at that wedding, I would want to show up with somebody oh, you'd have to. hot and who thought I was incredible in every way. I would want to do that. And so I think people who don't have that in their lives probably thought, this is so dumb. But for people like me, who I I would, if I ever saw my ex, I wanted it, I want to look fabulous. And I want to have maybe some sort of diamond ring on my finger and this (laughs) heavenly man standing next to me. And you just want that. And I think it's totally normal that she paid (laughs) $6,000. To have this guy meet her on the plane. They never met before. Yeah, I would have needed to meet before. I would have to. But <laughs> what then, I love. Doesn't she get drunk on the plane? She No, she doesn't get drunk on the plane. She falls asleep on the oh. plane and all her makeup and she drools and <laughs> it's funny. But I like that she works for an airline. And so she goes up to the stewardess and she said, my date's about to arrive and I need him to look really, 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 really good. And the guy goes, hello, 3B. And mm-hmm. he just, he just, Nick is his name. He just falls into the character. And so then, of course, what is real? What is not? And he's thinking the same t- the same thing. Is she liking me or is she just playing the part? So there's that back and forth. Then you add Amy Adams, who is drunk most of the movie. <laughs> That's the sister. She is perfect in that role and her husband-to-be and, and the, the cousin TJ is the crass comic relief on that one too. I think it is fun because of the fact that he is a and so in her stepdad uh, I don't know if I can say because you know my mom said you bleeped it. Her out. I did. I'll bleep this one too. Um, <laughs> he is a, He's a, a looker. A looker. A man of the evening. And when her stepdad said, Where'd you find him? She says, Yellow Pages. Ha ha ha. And then later, some guy says, How do you know so much about so much? And he goes, Well, I'm a looker. And I think that's funny that they are putting it out there in a way. And no one believes, and no them. One believes them. I think that's funny. She would never <gasps> gasp. No, 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 no. Never, ever, ever. I also think the wedding date has one of the most fantastic wedding weekends of any wedding I've ever been a part of or been a part of in a movie. It truly does because they start off with that fabulous party 
where the mother starts talking about Kat saying, oh, we thought one of our daughters would get married once, but then that didn't happen. And then they have the the young people in the park where they're playing <laughs> cricket or something like that. <laughs> then they have the the bachelorette party where it's so golf-themed. <laughs> and they're all in their socks and their high heels, which I think is awesome. And then they have... The thing where they go out to the actual beautiful cottage countryside lake house something where they just sit around and play cards in the beautiful meadow with and <laughs> and then the next day they have the wedding I, that is that is what i call a nice wedding, wedding goals. yes so nice so so nice how do we make this happen i have no idea but i will make it happen for you once you find that guy i think that the soundtrack is one of the greatest in the world because it introduced me to the one and only Michael Bublé. He sang three songs on there. The first one that I noticed immediately was Sway, whenever they are learning how to dance. Of course, Nick already knows how to dance. He's dancing with Kat. But it's part of his job. It is. And Sway comes on and I thought, what is what am I hearing right now? Then Home plays, which, hello, and that's when she's sad. And then um, Save the Last Dance for Me is the wedding credits at the end. Oh, so great. <sighs> and Maroon 5 was in there for the sexy scene part, <laughs> which I thought, I don't know about on a boat. And the so great, sec- second time she's probably been with him, maybe. I don't know. I just love that the dad finds yeah. them on the boat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's great. I love it. The other thing I love is her wardrobe. I think in her apartment, we only see it for three minutes, but it's so light and airy. And she always, she has that great red hair that's about three different colors of red with all her high, with all her highlights in it. And she ha- she always wears a mint green, a purple. Um, she looks really good in red. She has this great black dress. Her hair is always looking good. And Amy Adams also has some awesome outfits on too. And of course, Dermot Moroney looks fabulous anytime he's on the six no matter what oh, no, and that one time when he wasn't wearing anything that was great too one of my favorite <laughs> quotes is amy um adams when she's drunk she goes up to cat and she says you're my half sister but i whole love you <laughs> so great <laughs> if i had a half sister i would say that all the time <laughs> because that's awesome and then there's a time whenever Kat is asking Nick to show me how you make these women feel comfortable and love you and and it's outside the car right before she goes into the golf bachelorette party and he's kind of seducing her up against the car and at the end she says okay Yoda (laughs) because she had said you're the Yoda of of male escorts it it was easier to get into college than it was to find your phone number and so that I always I always say that too you're my Yoda or okay Yoda those are two things I always say but I highly recommend it even though the critics said it's not good I say go in it with light and airy no expectations and it'll be a fun ride yeah I think it's very entertaining I do too I think you said 2005 yes so maybe on the tail end of rom-coms is maybe what hurt the critic Probably so. They were ready for something Yes, different. they felt like they'd seen it before. 16 other times. We were clinging I know. to that type of movie. I know, it was so good. Okay, what's your second one? Okay, my second movie is a 1997 classic of My Best Friend's Wedding. Love it. It's so great. It's another Dermot movie mm. um, with the lovely Julia Roberts. Mm. 
He loves a redhead, apparently. Yeah, he does. He got a lot of good leading ladies. He really did. And then it also has Cameron Diaz during her you know, uh, rise to fame. And she's baby still Cameron innocent Diaz. and beautiful and hasn't done anything to her no, face yet. dewy. She's just dewy, <laughs> it's Cameron. Just so great. And then the best friend is Rupert Everett. Yes. And he might be my favorite part of the Mine movie. Mine too. He was also nominated for a Golden Globe. No way. For, for that, that movie. movie yeah. And that role. And so was Julia Roberts. Come on. So great cast. Yes. Um, I love the soundtrack. Yes. So this was the I, first, maybe first soundtrack I bought. Really? It's one of the ones that I could listen to every single song on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it, like the original versions of the songs are fantastic, but the characters themselves are singing the songs in the movie. Yes. Without being a musical. Right. Like it doesn't have like a hokey musical feel to the movie. It's definitely a comedy. But they somehow pull it off where they're singing to each other or singing. I yeah. mean, the only hokey scene is singing in the restaurant, but it's everyone's favorite scene, it so it's okay. It makes sense, because that's exactly what Rupert Everett would do in that moment. Yes. It could, because sometimes he pretends to be gay. Right. It's just so great. <laughs> he was having a little sing-along with Dionne Warwick. Yes. I just love it. It's, it's yeah. a... Anyone can watch it. There's... Probably nothing inappropriate in it. I've also rewatched that this yes. week, and it just it it is dated. They're, you know, their clothes are dated. Mm, cell phones. Cell phones are dated. Mm. I think that's the difference between Father the Bride. There are no cell phones. Yeah. And my best friend's wedding. Wedding. They have cell phones, mm. but they're like the old school. Yeah. The, the antenna. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it. It just measures the time. It's it great. Does. Um, and that you can watch online right now. You okay. can watch it on Hulu and Showtime. Okay. And it's on Amazon Prime to rent or buy. Got for it. Two ninety nine. Got it. Um, which I watched on Hulu. Okay. Regular Hulu, not Hulu Live. Okay. Good. Yeah. I like my best friend's wedding. It's one I own. Own the soundtrack. Love it. However, once upon a time, back in nineteen ninety seven. I struggled with how it ended and if I liked that or didn't like that because I went back and forth the entire way of... And you were rooting for? Oh, I hope he gets back. Oh, but that would be bad. But, uh, but the wedding is right now. And oh no. And I, I struggled. I went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And I honestly thought at the end... In or sort of towards the middle, I thought, oh, she's her whole thing is to break up the wedding and steal the guy, the bride's fella. That's mm-hmm. what she's wanting to do because he's right, she's her. The bad guy. Yes, and and he's her person. He is in in essence, he's her back burner. He is yeah. her plan B. And this girl who's twenty years old can't take him away from her. So at first, I'm going, yeah, and then when you realize, well, that's super mean and, and tacky and you don't love him. this is happening <laughs> and you're just jealous and so I was glad once once she Kimmy found saw them kissing in the gazebo and she left and then Julia Roberts goes running after her in the bread truck or Michael goes running after her, and then Julia goes running after him and she's calling George and and <laughs> she's saying it's not going well and he said what are you doing what are you doing and and Kimmy found out about us and what and you know Michael's chasing Kimmy yes you're chasing Michael yes who's chasing you no one and I thought 
she's not going to get the guy no. at the end. And that's when she realized it, too. Yes, she did. And made it right. And it was good. It was good. Mm. It was so good. And it's it's probably the first time you're not rooting for the leading lady. Right. I, I did make a switch because I thought, no, he mm. loves her. You don't love him. You're just jealous. Yes. I also equally loved the cousins. Were they sister oh, cousins? Yes. They're cousins. They're not sisters. Okay. <laughs> they... <laughs> correct me up the entire time and anytime they were on the screen I was laughing yes I like their them. outfits their hats oh. their <laughs> anything they said yeah so funny yeah <laughs> do you have any quotes that you still say for them oh I do um the first one that I say a lot of times and no one knows what I'm talking about <laughs> and also does not apply to me <laughs> is I've got moves you've never seen because <laughs> I don't I don't have any moves but I probably use that at weddings when we're like going out on the dance floor and people are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I've got moves you've never seen, even though I am not a good dancer. I got to stay in my box. Like, Hitch. Um, so that's, it's just my favorite thing to say. And then the classic, okay. um, when Julianne or Jules yeah. is talking to Kenny, um, about how she's not right for him mm. and saying cream brulee can never be jello. You could never be jello. I could be jello. I could be jello. No, you can't. Can't be jello. That's just so funny. Because it, um, I wouldn't call Julia Roberts jello. Right. Ever. No. <laughs> so the fact that she's calling herself jello and Kimmy is crème <laughs> doesn't really work, but it's still great. It is. Oh, I love it. It's and a she's good, still it's a... thinking that she knows what's best for him. And right. And obviously, he right. has different tastes now. Right. Soundtrack, so good, with Wishing and Hoping at the beginning. So, I probably watched the opening scene like 500 so times. times. And the, the bridesmaid dresses. Uh, and, it's adorable. And then you get confused because the women in that opening number uh, are not in the movie. No, they're not. At all. They're not even background characters. Nope. You're like, was this the producer's daughter <laughs> that just needed a scene? Is she the one who sings the Her song? veil is so puffy uh, too at the end. It stands up by itself. Wishing and Hoping, Dionne Warwick songs, Say a Little Prayer for You, that they so actually great. sing as the cast, and that is on the soundtrack. They're all, it's all the sung yeah. songs on the soundtrack. Cameron Diaz doing karaoke. Oh, Ugh. that's the most cringeworthy, cringeworthy scene probably in all of Ugh. movies I've ever seen. Surely she can carry a tune a little bit better Surely than that. Surely she can. I, I'm hopeful, but at the same time, wouldn't that be awesome oh, if that's so really screechy. how she is? <laughs> and then there's that part where he just looks at her and he is enamored with how awful she is and he that's her anyway endears her to him so much and that's when i think julia goes mm, this is gonna have work. to step this up a bit and she gets terrible all right that's terrible, a good terrible. one i liked that one it was so you. great i was looking at trivia mm. and i saw that drew barrymore and sarah jessica parker all both turned down roles in the movie that would have made Ooh, it very different. What would they have been, I wonder? Apparently, Drew Barrymore, I think, auditioned for both Kimmy and Jules. Oh. Um, and then... She could not have been Kimmy. No. No. no it wouldn't have worked. No. Um, and then I sent you the video of when they're singing at the... Yeah. <laughs> and all the waiters are wearing... Claws. Crab claws? <laughs> like, and they're trying to serve food with these giant, puffy, like, oven mitt things on. And it made me giggle because, like... 
my brain went to people are wearing gloves right now for COVID and yeah. it, it doesn't work in the same way. But just they're walking around with these giant oven mitts and it, it just I laugh. feasible. I laugh because these are this is a wealthy, rich, rich family and their lunch is at the crab shack down right. the street from the what? What are we doing? Right. Oh it's they would so definitely good. be at a steakhouse. So good. It's a great movie. I agree. We recommend it. Yes, we do. I could watch that probably once a week. I could too. Till the end of time. I would too. My next one is Twenty Seven Dresses. It's from 2008, and I need to um, confess something, is that I did not love 27 Dresses. I know. When I first saw it, the first two times. Do I own it now? Yes, I do. But the first two times, I think what I had to get past, and I'm going to encourage you all to get past too, Katherine Heigl can bug a little bit. And she bugs some people just from being Katherine Heigl. If you push past that, you need to. Because it's funny. I think it's great. I think it has its moments. It also has James Marston, which right there should give you enough reason to go watch it right now. You're going to have to pay for it because it's not streaming anywhere. But I think that it is. it can grow on you. Let me say, I did this with Love Actually. That was during my dark years when I didn't like that one. Easy A with Emma Stone for some what? reason. I could, but when I saw it a second time, so it just must have been how I was feeling in the moment. But it took me a while to like Twenty Seven Dresses enough to own it. Of course, now I do, and now I love it. So I would, I would tell you, you need to power through. It made a hundred and sixty million dollars at the box office, and critics didn't love it either. But we needed it. We did. We did. Because the world needs more James Marsden is my <laughs> It was also Katherine Heigl's, like, rise of power in Grey's Anatomy. Very true. Like, she was it at that she time. She was the it girl not in anymore. OA. No, <laughs> not so much anymore. I think that the opening scene of this movie where Katherine Heigl is in two different weddings on the same night and she's going back and forth and she pays the cab driver just a hundred bucks to take her back and forth and back and forth. And that's where she meets the, the wedding writer from the newspaper. She doesn't know he writes the wedding stuff at that time, but he meets her and he sees that she is going back and forth and finds a story and hilarity ensues. And the sad thing is, is that her sister comes to town, Tess, and she sort of kind of falls in love with oh, Katherine Heigl's boss, who she has a big crush on. So there's that tension between I love my boss and I love my sister and I'm irritated with this thing that's going on. And then this guy over here is just bugging me to death. and Because he has to follow them around because of the wedding. Oh, it's so great. The things that I love, the parts of the movie that I love are the Benny and the Jet scene where they get stuck in the rain and have to go to the bar. Benny and the Jets. I love it. And <laughs> and one thing that made me love James Marsden even more is when they're at the bar and she says, what is your favorite part about a wedding? Because he does this for a living. Now he's trying to get into other parts of the newspaper, but this is his beat. And he says, open bar. And she says, no, for real. And he softens a little bit and he says, you know, when everybody stands up and looks at the bride, I looked, I like to look at the groom and see him. And Catherine Heigl goes, that's what I do. Stephanie, that's what I do too. I never look <laughs> at the bride. I want to see the guy, see the girl walk down. Because I've seen her. She's fine. Whatever. 
we're going to see her all night long. I want to see how he looks the first time, eh, he, allegedly, he, he sees her. I love that part. And I thought, I'm just like James Martin. We're meant for each other. Maybe he should call me. I also love the part, you and I were just talking about this, that she has a wardrobe in her itty-bitty New York apartment, which is pretty big, but a wardrobe full of the 27 bridesmaids' dresses. Full. Steph, have you kept the bridesmaids' dresses from weddings you have been in? I have. Well, I've really? Only, I've only been in three. Uh-huh. And I've never shortened them or worn them again. <laughs> But my sister, so I was in my sister's wedding, and it was a very plain, like, black lace T-length dress. Perfect. So I actually did wear that. I okay. went to funerals. Oh, there we go. That <laughs> works. That works. works. But I've never worn the other two. Yeah. So why do you keep them? Um, they're at my mom's <laughs> like, house. <laughs> just like Katherine Heigl. Yeah. She just keeps them all. Yeah. I would wear one of them again if it fit. Yeah. You would? It's just navy strapless. Okay. Sounds like your people had really great taste in bridesmaids' no, dresses. No, but for the other one I wouldn't wear. No. Mm. I've been in eight weddings, which is nowhere near 27. I've been in another one. Oh, you have? I must have blocked it out. <laughs> that, I've been in a fourth was wedding. Was that good? <laughs> As you were counting in your head, I'm like, wait a second. Wait a second. I know she doesn't oh. listen, but it was like a Barbie Pink and teal oh, dress. What? And it was both. Not, Interesting. It was not a good color for me. Okay. My sister's was uh, green velvet oh. with puffy sleeves. Was it winter? It was. We carried poinsettias wow. in a basket. That was my mother. And I remember saying, Mom, this is, this is weird. Okay. Why are we carrying it in a basket? And she well, had some reason. Catherine Heigl had purses with all of her outfits. That is true. Have you ever had a matching handbag? <laughs> no, I haven't. One person I like in this movie is Judy Greer. Oh, she is a great, so great sidekick. She is the one that was in the wedding with Catherine Heigl. So she just has all the funny. She's trying to get her to go with their boss. And she just has all the funny sidekick things. The other part of the movie that I like is whenever... He comes over to her house, and his name is Malcolm. He comes over to her house, and he sees the dresses. And so she puts them on for him. Now, he's taking pictures the whole entire time, and they end up in the paper. But of all of those dresses, which one do you think was the worst of all of those dresses that you would have hated to have been a bridesmaid in. Mine would have been the underwater one where you have, <laughs> the where you have to wear a bathing suit. <laughs> what in the world? Oh, Lord. That one and maybe the... The um, like Gone with the Wind themed yellow one was a little much. Yes. yes. I love a theme, but not at a wedding. <laughs> that reminds me of a, a quote that he says that I love. And she, he, he said, good Lord, what is that? And she said, a theme wedding. And he said, what was the theme? Humiliation? And I thought, yes. How awful. Because they had hair. Oh they had curled, oh, the curls wig the hair. Bonnets. The bonnet and the parasol. It's oh. <laughs> too much. Who are these people? It's Who too are much. These people? There was the goth wedding. There was, she was on a horse at one time. I did read online that they, the wardrobe department had to work extra hard at making all of those dresses very ugly because Katherine Heigl is like the perfect size two curved blonde 
person six feet and tall. can make like, anything look good sure. so like the first dress she puts on is like a moss green strapless yeah. which doesn't look terrible on her it's just a shimmery moss green color oh, that's you look like a shiny mermaid like, she doesn't look terrible though oh one of the things that I love about James Marsden too I could I could have a very long list but at the very end whenever she's telling him how she feels about him he they are at a wedding of course and he says to her get over here because he wants to kiss her i don't know i just like it <laughs> i mean it's very instead of going to her uh yeah he says get over here it's kind of like when way kinsella says come here to zoe hart and then he picks her up and takes her somewhere or when patrick swayze finger wags jennifer gray during dirty dancing <laughs> That's all the same. We got like finger wags. A... <laughs> you can't see me, but I'm finger wags. Why is finger? What else would you call that? <laughs> Summons. You're gonna come hither, Mister Tallman. Put your finger away. <laughs> oh, so give twenty-seven dresses a try is what I'm saying. What's your next one? It's fantastic. Let's see. My third and last of the day is a it's another judy greer classic Mm -hmm. um although she's never the main character she is the main reason for watching there you go and it's the wedding planner love it from 2001 i loved jennifer lopez Mm. in all of her first movies me too i would watch any of them me too they're always on you know tbs and Mm -hmm. e Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. just playing over and over and over again and matthew mcconaughey my heart prime his, his hair is still like blonde and curly Ugh. in the movie. Like that's how long ago it was, and it's just so fantastic. Um, you can stream it on Hulu Live June fifth. Okay, it'll be on E. And um, I had to pay to watch it on Amazon. Oh, today. good for and, you! Uh, I spent two ninety nine for you, Lindsay. Thank Ray. you. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, did put you it on en- my bill? Did you enjoy all one I, hour and fifty two uh, minutes of it's it? So great. It lives up to mm-hmm. everything you remember about it and more. This is also in a Grey's Anatomy theme because Alex Karev is in this movie. Oh, yes. And, it, like, he Forget. is believable yes. as, like, a newly off the plane from Italy. Yes. <laughs> Has no idea what's going on. Oh, I forgot that was him. I'm sure, like, real Italians think his accent's terrible. Yeah. But it's just... That's part of he's it. He's endearing. Yes. And That's part of it. It makes you, like, you love her because she's the main character yeah but then you also love her because you hear about her parents moving to america and learning Mm. english Mm. and then through scrabble there's scrabble which is just precious (laughs) and then she's trying to honor her parents by being okay with being set up with this man Mm -hmm. that she doesn't know Mm -hmm. and it it just it has that nice like Mm. family charm to Mm -hmm. it while also having the very attractive matthew mcconaughey on the other Mm -hmm. side and (laughs) some fun and comedy it's just a great, it's a good combination. It really is. It's another one of those where I felt nervous that she, I didn't like that Matthew McConaughey was halfway flirting with her a little bit. I know. And then she, and he goes by Eddie with one and his Steve. name is Steve is different. And, but what helped me is whenever the girl that he's supposed to marry starts to question things. Mm-hmm. That helped me 
No. Like, he's off the hook. Yeah, that helped me know, okay, they don't need to get married because they're just getting married because that that's what they had planned on for the last 10 years since they've right. known each other since college is what we do. So I, I appreciated that. But it, I, at first I thought, well, he was flirting with her. Right. And, and you're like, you don't want her to break up no. the wedding. No. And, and she to, doesn't want to break she up the wedding. And she wants her. She wants to become a partner. Yes. Like, all of their goals are diverging mm. in different directions. I love how she carries that little thing around her waist when yes. she's at a wedding, and she sprays Evian, Evian, and that guy <laughs> pops a tic tac in his mouth, and she's prepared for all yes. things. Oh, that's so fun! I did giggle at the opening scene. One, because it reminded me of you. Oh, I <laughs> can't one, remember what it is. Or not the opening scene, but it's in the beginning. Um, and one, because it also took me back to like Sandra Bullock and Miss Congeniality. When at the wedding, these two women are like, she must lead such oh. a romantic life. And then they show her like going home and getting her TV tray out <laughs> and making dinner and watching Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> Because the quarantine life here at Lindsay and Laura's house, I believe, has led to a lot of antique rock show. And mahjong. And it made me giggle. Antique trace. I was like, this is our life. I even went on an antique auction and tried to get a table. So you are just like Jennifer Lopez. Thank you. Congratulations. I have her butt and everything. I really don't. She has a, I mean, her butt is good. She is. It is featured she in She has not film. aged since no. 2001 either. What happened? Wow. That How? was 19 years ago. And she looks exactly the same. I know. And I don't see her as plastic surgery. No, I just see her just as beautiful. normal. She drank something. Some elixir. Some magic elixir. I don't know. I like... Um, the in the park, the movies in the park where oh, people start so to sweet. dance. I think that is really cute. Would you have gotten up and danced? Yes. Okay. Yes. To me, that scene in the movie does not elicit me dancing oh. along with it. Okay. Maybe. I Some... tried to. I watched it twice, and I was like, yeah. "Would I dance to the song? Yeah. And do I feel moved? Yeah. To dance? I would just go. Just where go with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you get rid of colored M and M's now? No, I, I don't, don't either. That was, I know. I wrote that, that, was that down. The dumb as, part of the movie. Like, <laughs> things that I learned from the movie is that the brown M&Ms are healthier because they have less artificial coloring. Dumb. And how to fix sunless tanner. <gasps> quarter cup of lemon juice, half a cup of salt, <laughs> and a loofah sponge. Scrub, scrub, scrub. Scrub, scrub, scrub. Oh, I don't use a lot of self- sunless tanner. No, me neither. But I did, you know... I, I have from time to time, yeah. especially leading up to a wedding. And your ankles look weird. Your hands and your, your ankles. Hands. I've never put it on my face, though. No. That seems like a really bad idea. Yeah, especially if the wedding's tomorrow. Come like, on, Just drive. use foundation. Right. Mm. Why would you do that? I don't know. Listeners, do you use sunless tanner <laughs> on your face? You can, um, you can freeze raspberries and ice cubes for a bridesmaid's luncheon. <laughs> I learned that. See? These are all um, helpful things. I learned that wedding planners think teal is the color of gangrene. And you cannot dance to Olivia Newton-John. No. It's the death I honestly of love you. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Uh, it's, it's, it has lots of good, funny parts. It does. A lot of that is Judy Greer is the, the helper, yes. the, the co-worker that yes. goes along with everything. And she's hilarious. Mm. Um, 
And then Alex Karev, his name's Massimo. Yeah, Massimo. He's just, he like breaks the tension Mm -hmm. because there are lots of Mm -hmm. triangles and crisscrosses. And anytime he comes in, he breaks the tension. He says something silly and doesn't realize it. I like when he's talking about when he met her for the first time. Mm. Um, And he's saying like, oh, she was like scrawny and something. And he says, and your head was too big for your body. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That's such a random thing to say. And, like, he ate dirt. And one of the, the old people that's friends yeah. with her dad is like, dirt did him good. I don't remember that, but that's so great. It's just a great, it's a, mm, it's it's a good. happy movie. Mm-hmm. There's a little tension. Mm-hmm. There's lots of comedy. Love it. Matthew McConaughey. And Matthew McConaughey. Yes. And his prime. Yes. So good. All right, my last one, the final one, is from 1954. Just yesterday. <laughs> the wonderful musical Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Have you seen it, Stephanie? No. No? I, we've talked about this movie I probably 20 times. I know. And you hand it to me, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> and I should have watched it. I wonder if I have, like... On the yeah. background and the yeah. TV, but I've never intentionally watched it. I have, I rewatched it recently for this podcast. And let me tell you, I, the reason why I love it, it probably should be put into a dancing movie genre mm. because I realized that's why I gravitate to it. Not for the weddings. Because the weddings are so. What? They're, they're, they're fast and, and these. The story is there's seven brothers and the oldest one goes into town. They're backwoodsmen in Oregon. He goes into town to get some supplies to take back up to his brothers. But while he's there, he's just going to get him a wife, too. Why not? And he does. And the whole townspeople are going, none of our girls are going to go up with you and live with all those backwoodsmen. And he asks Millie, and Millie says, well, I have to finish my chores first. And he says, okay, I'll go wrestle up a parson. (laughs) So, and then they sing about it when they go back up. But she doesn't know that there are six brothers. And they live like fools. Their cows are inside the house. Chickens are everywhere. Dirt's everywhere. Nothing. They don't eat good food because there's no woman there to cook for them. Are they orphans? Yeah, well, the parents aren't around, but they're, I mean, Adam, who's the oldest, he's probably 30. So, and the brothers are Adam, Benjamin, Caleb, Daniel, Ephraim, Frank, and Gideon. How do I know that? Because it's the ABCs and their Bible names, which Millie points out. She goes, because brothers keep showing up and keep showing up. And they're like, Daniel, he did it. He found him a wife. And they, and so all these dirty, gross boys just keep showing up. And she keeps saying, do y'all live around here? Do y'all live around here? And the brothers go, not round, here. Because they <laughs> live all together in a room upstairs of six brothers. And for some reason, Adam has like the master bedroom downstairs. I don't know. I don't know backwoods people in Oregon in 1850. <laughs> but this is how it is. So Millie, of course, just in a matter of two minutes, decides, you know what? I'm going to teach these boys etiquette and manners. Mm-hmm. Because they need... A, a woman in their life. And so there's a whole section where she's teaching them how to be friendly, how to talk to girls. 
you need to shave your off your whiskers because the girls need to see that face and you need to get the dirt out from underneath your fingernails and let me teach you how to dance and let me teach you how to talk. So then they go to a barn raising, of course. Of course. Well, these, these brothers have never been anywhere because they never had a, a sister to tell them how to go. So she comes into town and they're all dressed in a different colored shirt. So there's red, green, blue, yellow, orange, and purple. <laughs> And they're all, and then all the girls are in gingham. Just happen to be in gingham. Of course. And so they see these new boys and they come over. Oh my gosh, Millie. Hello, Millie. We've missed you. And then all these brothers slowly find a girl that they like. Meet her once, just once. And they dance at the barn raising. And then they all go back home and they're sad. And, and Adam's wondering, what's wrong with these boys? And Millie goes, they're pining for the girls, Adam. They miss them. So Adam goes. <laughs> Why I don't you're reenacting <laughs> yeah. the whole movie for us? Yeah, Adam. None of your listeners. <laughs> nope, have seen they this don't. Either. I know, and it's great. So Adam says, "Well, boys, just go get them." So they kidnap the girls <laughs> and bring them back up. But it's winter time almost, and so they have to go through Echo Pass. Oh no! What happens at Echo Pass? Avalanches. So they yeah yeah and shoot their guns, and the girls are screaming, and so the avalanche. They can't get there now for four months. Oh, so what no. happens in those four months? They're mad because they they took us away from our family. What are we going to do? But it, then also at the end, they kind of fall in love. Oh. So seven brides yeah. for seven brothers. The end. Easy peasy. Simple pimple. We just need to wait for the guys to come get us. Okay. I mean, I'm going to wear my gingham. <laughs> wear your gingham. One girl get, is putting a pie out on the window seal to cool, and she sucked out the window. He comes and so gets So we need her. to bake pie. You need to bake a pie. One pretends he's a cat, and so the girl comes out wondering what's wrong with the cat, and he grabs her. The other girls are just... Like this is condoning thievery. And <clears throat> yeah, it is. It is. Child stealing. <laughs> what I love... <laughs> yes. Yes. It's fine. It's just... Where are all the they're, parents? They're more like hostages. Like, lovely hostages. Well, the parents... <laughs> the parents are mad. Oh, so, okay. the girls all have parents. And okay. then they bring them back and all the things. But what I love about it is this guy named Michael Kidd was a big-time choreographer back then in the 50s and 60s. And he made sure that all the brothers were dancers and not not singers, which is weird because this is a musical. Um, Additionally, all the girls, so it's like yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, they can dance, but right. They can sing. All the girls are, are dancers too. Uh, oh, so everybody had their songs sung by somebody else off camera. Well, that's silly, isn't it? And then there's one brother that I noticed because he's the handsome one. His name's Benjamin. He's the second one. Tall, tall, tall. He's in red or this orangey color. He's never dancing in anything. Mm-hmm. And why? It's because he's a baseball player in real life. And they just thought he was cute. So they said, would you like to come be a brother? And then the rest, no, of, them, the rest of them are ballet dancers. Oh. Which is very strange. One girl who is with Benjamin, her name is Dorcas. Let's just fly right past really? that name. Or mm-hmm. in the show? In the show. Okay. Dorcas. Her real name is Julie Neymar, who was Catwoman in the 1960s Batman. Julie Neymar? Uh-huh. Yes. She's, her waist is maybe 12 inches around. Is that the same Julie Neymar that Tu Wong Fu was written after? I don't know. Have you ever seen Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Neymar? No. Oh. <gasps> 
Oh my gosh. It that totally is, is so cool. I'd love to walk I never knew that. That that's her. Yeah. In real life, her. Yeah. And she's playing herself her. Uh, there's parts in there, again, barn, barn raising is my favorite, but there's also a, a part where they sing a slow song and it's called Lonesome Polecat. And they're, that's, when they're, that's when they're pining after their ladies. Uh, two things to know. One, one of the guys, he, she's trying to teach him how to flirt with ladies and she says, say something nice. And he goes, nice night for a coon hunt. <laughs> would, that, would that make you want to date the person, Stephanie? And so, no, it wouldn't. To you. Okay, it's good that Millie is in his life then because she teaches him other things to say. I think it's a good, I think it's a good, funny 1950s musical, doesn't really make sense show, but you need to watch it for the barn raising and you need to watch it for when the girls end up in the snow in the house and the boys have to go live in the barn because Millie hates them all. Get out of here. And so that, it makes it fun and, you know, when... There's a big, huge wedding at the end. Yeah, I'll have to borrow it. Yes, you will. And it will be great, and you will love it. You have that on DVD or VHS? I do. I have it on DVD. Perfect. Mm -hmm. There's lots to borrow right now. Well, that is all we have for our wedding movies. Again, lots of other wedding movies that we could have mentioned. So many great wedding movies. Mm -hmm. Maybe you should list them all in your (gasps) show notes. I will. That's a great idea. And then an online poll of people's favorites. Ooh. Wow. Look at you with all the ideas. I know. I know. There are lots of like, I think repeat offenders in the wedding movies. Like, Joy Roberts is oh, in several. I see. Dermot yes. Mulroney is in several. Yeah, he pops up. Um, um, what's his name? Drew? McDreamy is in yes. several. Yes. That made to honor. That one oh, that you so made of honor. Sorry. Made. That's a good one. It, it took it's me a, a while, but it's yeah. a good one in there. And Owen from Grey's Anatomy is in that one too. So Come on. <laughs> so many. What's your favorite wedding song? In what context? Like a to song be played that... during a wedding, to dance to at a reception, first dance song? I would say a song about weddings. Oh. I would say my favorite song about weddings. Mm-hmm. There's so many. But one that like I get excited when it comes on my shuffle yeah. is... <laughs> Not my iPod shuffle. <laughs> Just when I shuffle my iTunes. There you go. Here you go. Got of it. my purchased music Got it. legally. Yes, you did is Ben Rector's White Dress. It's just a happy, it has a happy beat. And I want somebody to sing that they love me that much to me someday. Do you want me to sing right now? No, not you. A man, a man friend. Any man friend. Do you Hey, thank you all for listening. Remember, you can find all of the wedding movie links and more stuff in the show notes, so make sure to check those out. Also, don't forget to send me your favorite selections for the 6th Annual I Hate Green Beans book list. You can email me at lincey, L-I-N-C-E-E, at IHateGreenBeans.com. You can tweet me at lincey, Facebook or Instagram. Message me at lincey ray. Leave a comment in the post. Text me if you know my number. Smoke signals. That would be awesome. Seriously, it's one of my favorite things we do because the list introduces me to so many new books that turn out to be favorites. 
All you have to do is sign up for the newsletter and you will get it for free. Two of my favorite books on that list are my own, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. I nominated them. It's fine. You can find them wherever books are sold. Wash your hands. Stay safe until we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever.